It's news to us the week of April 18th, 2022. And uh, it is tax week. Taxes are due this week. How exciting. We can talk about taxes on the show. And uh, what I love about taxes is that the wealthiest Americans pay hardly anything while the rest of us pay a lot. Also, Tucker Carlson releases a new trailer for a documentary many are calling homoerotic due to all the naked and sweaty men. And welcome to the United States of America. It's a live show, you know. We're not perfect. Maybe that should just be the name of the show. Live <laughs> show. <laughs> that sounds like, uh, tr- you know, X-rated live show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it could be. Live. We're on the internet. Who's going to stop me? I mean, we need, to, we need to get Eddie a neon sign behind him that says live show. Live show. Chris is... Uh, Revealing himself. Oh, oh, Lord. oh no. <laughs> Good Lord. Chris is uh, Chris is gyrating his naked belly in front of the camera. Yeah. The good thing we are on the internet, because I think that would get us pulled off of network television pretty quick. Uh, Joy <laughs> Bayard. can't show a man's out. belly button. No, that's, for, that, that's why Dan Rather. Dan Rather was forced to retire after he showed his belly button on the air, if I remember right, back in the 90s. He started gyrating in front of the camera. Um, had it. Yeah. I've had it with your lies, Eddie. I said if for I remember little, right. For our Adobe oh, fans, well. if uh, <laughs> while they're listening, if they're not watching live, uh, just for the record, Chris has an any. Oh, okay. That is confirmed. Yeah. That is an exclusive. Confirmed. That is yeah. an exclusive right here, ladies and gentlemen. He does have an any. An any. A lot of people were speculating, and the rumors have gone rampant about that, but we've uh, we've confirmed it right here. Yeah, yeah, that Reddit thread can be uh, just closed out now. Yeah, just delete the Reddit thread. Uh, I don't even need that debate happening nope. any longer. No, nope. send those moderators packing. <laughs> That's right. Have you guys filed your taxes yet? So fun. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> you just like leave that up to the wife and say, "Hey, uh, you." I sure do. Oh man, I would be living in a cardboard box without the wife. I have no idea what's going on. Have you ever mm. filed taxes in your life? Oh yeah, of course. I was Ouch. trying to see if the IRS. I mean, we have people from the IRS listening right now, and uh, they slipped me twenty dollars to ask you that. Yeah, that's <laughs> a weird process they use to uh, the to determine who is getting audited. Well, just yeah. go ahead and uh, get your documents in order because they're coming for you. Well, yeah. Define in order. Well, you know, in the box, the auditing thing is something we can talk about because the rich are not being audited. That and also paying hardly anything in income taxes. Time for the dirty deets. The dirty deets. An in-depth look at this week's most important stories. The wealthiest Americans are paying just 3.4% of their income in taxes. This is a new investigation. And the average American is paying upwards of 20%, 24 25%. But the wealthiest Americans, the 0.001%, are paying nothing. Nothing. 
Isn't that uh, disgusting? I'm disgusted by it. It's a scam, man. It's a scam. It's all a scam. It is. It is. So this was a new investigation by ProRepublica. Bombshell investigation, some are saying. I think it's just ProPublica. Yeah, no Republica. Whatever. Republica is an underrated band from the 90s. Well, are you pro it or con that band from the 90s? Pro. All right, so you're pro Republica. That's what I was going to get to later. Anyways, uh, so yeah, pro Publica. So this investigation is the latest in a series that started back in 2021, looking at the tax records of the top 0.001% wealthiest Americans. And uh, they found that from 2013 to 2018, the 400 richest Americans, all of whom each earn more than $110 million a year, are paying hardly anything in taxes, pretty much nothing in taxes compared to everybody else. And uh, we should all be disgusted. Disgusted. I say, right. hey, I mean, it's not right. It's not fair. Why, why, why are we the, the struggling middle class and lower middle class and people who are poor? Are, why are they forced to pay more in their total income than uh, people who would not even notice 20% of their income being deducted every year? It's, 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 it's sickening. It's immoral. It's disgusting. And, um, well, some people are trying to do something about it, maybe, but we'll see more on that in a second. But uh, Michael Bloomberg, for example, he earned on average of $2 billion a year and had uh, a a tax rate of 4.1%. They have all these loopholes, like they can have their income deducted, when uh, they donate to charity, they have all this, all they can, they can uh, hide under, you know, I mean, there's a lot of their income comes through stocks. So the, um, the tax rate on that is a lot lower. These are all laws that the uh, richest people have lobbied for. That's what, that's what, that's the big problem. Yeah, it is a big problem. And, uh, you know, the last time it was like this in America was in the 20s, the roaring 1920s, uh, the disparity between the top wealthiest families and individuals in America to the middle class and lower. Yeah. And look what happened. The Great Depression. Yeah, the Great Depression. It was roaring. It was great. It was, they had it was a, time. a great decade and then 20 or 30 years of suffering. Yeah. So you got Michael Bloomberg over there. Uh, Bloomy boys paying 4.1% a year while the average American worker making $45,000 a year is paying 21% and a married couple with one child earning $200,000 a year pays 26%. So yeah, Um, this is coming up right now, obviously because taxes it's April and uh, Joe Biden is actually proposing a new tax on households making more than a hundred million dollars a year, which is something I'm sure all of Republicans are going to be uh, crying about. Uh, this new plan is called the billionaire minimum income tax, and it would be a 20% minimum tax on people who under uh, uh, their realized and unrealized income, which would cover investment income. And that's where a lot of the loophole is. So uh, this new tax 
again, targeting people paying or making more than $100 million a year. Now, you know, the Republicans are going to find some way to spin this to make the middle class get angry about it, which I never understand. Middle class is going to be like, you can't do that. More taxes. That's bad. Over a hundred million dollars a year. I might be a, I might be making a hundred million dollars a year next year. If I just pull myself up by my bootstraps, you can't punish me for being successful. <laughs> Bullshit. You've heard of the death tax. Well, those spendocrats have done it again. Now they're coming at you with a life tax. <laughs> they're going to tax you. If you're alive, <sighs> not enough to tax you when you die. Now you have to pay taxes in your life. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. Can I say that I'm I'm kind of sick of hearing about taxes and Democrats proposing new plans and they're just getting stopped. Like it's so I'm just so over it. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but you know, I mean, it, to, it, to it's me, aggravating. It, it, it's aggravating that like they keep saying that they're going to do something about it. They have these plans and then, you know, Republicans just stop it and they, you know, have lobbyists that pay these politicians off so that they don't vote for it. Like I'm so over it. I'm so over this broken system. I agree. Yeah. I hear you. Like nothing's going to happen. No. And I kind of feel like it's just lip service from the Democrats too. Like they, they know they're not going to be able to pass this stuff. They just, I think they want to, but they're, they just, they're, they, they can't. Yeah, but they're not, but they know they can't. And also, do they, but do you say they want to? I don't know. I sort of am a little bit more cynical there because there are a lot of uh, Democrats who are very wealthy. And if this could benefit those individuals, I think um, greed goes across the aisle. It's not just Republicans who are greedy. Um, That's just my opinion. So, but that's true. Money talks, right? Yeah. So I think this is just a problem with the system overall in our country. And I don't, I mean, um, we can point to Republicans in a lot of this, but I think it's just an overall broken system. And uh, especially when it comes to auditing. So if it weren't bad enough, low income wage earners with less than $25,000 in total income, are audited at a rate five times higher than anyone else. People making less than $25,000 a year are audited by the IRS way more than millionaires are. Do you think it's because there's more more people that earn that much versus the top 1%? And that's why the number is skewed? We looked into it, and uh, mm. according to a study, they say this happens because they're over time. Now, this is where we can blame the Republicans. They have cut funding for the IRS and the IRS's ability to hire really talented uh, accountants that can go after millionaires is hindered because they don't have the funds. So instead they, uh, they stack up on uh, these uh, less experienced and knowledgeable agents and uh, do those budget constraints. And then, you know, they, they are They just don't know how to go after the, the millionaires. Well, I have a calculator in Google. Maybe I could go work for the IRS. You could. What's uh, <laughs> You want to go ahead and punch something up? What's going on in that calculator? <laughs> Can I propose something, too? Um, sure. I want to take just like a bunch of Ambien and mushrooms and just see where that goes. <laughs> and then just, you know, 
start taking life one ambient slash mushroom trip at a time. You know, Do you think you would just yeah. fall asleep and have like crazy dreams? That's the hope. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't want to stay awake. That's for sure. Maybe you're not awake. Maybe none of us are awake. We are in a simulation. Maybe, maybe there's a network error right now and we're just stuck in a loop. <laughs> what a boring dream. Just like most refresh, refresh, refresh. Do you, do you ever have dreams where you're at work in your dream and you wake up? You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Why? That's not restful. Yeah. Then I have to wake up and go to work again. Yeah. No, that's when you call in and say, sorry, I was working yeah. all night. I already yeah. put in my eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those are it the was worst. A real bitch of a day. Right. Yeah. Right. But, uh, you know, maybe though, uh, to relieve some of my cynicism, there is this, the Bidens paid at a rate of 24% on $600,000 in earnings, according to their filings. So uh, Biden is putting his money where his mouth is. Uh, the president and his wife made $607,000. Uh, that's um, a combination. Is that of, verified or is that just what they say? Cause... Those are according to official tax documents that were filed hmm. and Biden released. Uh, believe it or not, some presidents want to release their tax returns. We're still waiting for DJTs, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And also, the Bidens gave away $17,000 to 10 different charities during that, uh, according to their filing there. So, I, I have a proposal that Biden should give to the Jason charity. That's me. So, they gave away $17,000 to people who are, uh, you know, suffering and in need. And But you, right. but you want, you know, how much do you want and for what? This guy. <laughs> so guy. of that 17 old tax suspend jason always looking for a handout yep this guy this is what happens yeah you're a freeloader uh get a job <laughs> <laughs> oh you just, no you just want a handout oh, no. from joe biden come on damn come on, liberals uh, let's go brandon Oh man, I'm seeing that everywhere lately. What a stupid meme! You do live in Wisconsin. I do. That's that's such old news too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it seems it like it's now really no. But it's like everywhere all of a sudden. Maybe because we're going into uh, the midterms or something. But it's just that was still last fall, Chris. Like Wisconsin's just six months behind. No, it was everywhere then, but it's like even more now. It's like mm. just all over. That's annoying. Well, uh, well how about we, we start a bumper sticker that says "Let's Go Joe" instead, or something to counteract it? How about people stop putting bumper stickers on their cars because it's really stupid? I mean, Ooh. anytime I see somebody with a bumper sticker, I'm like, you're asking for your ass to be kicked by somebody. Like, just I want to put a bumper sticker on your car. <laughs> Yeah, I had a uh, Democrats bumper sticker on an, an old car of mine, and I drove through Texas one time, oh, and it God. was very uncomfortable. <laughs> See, that's what I, I yeah, very uncomfortable. I'm too scared to put any sort of sticker. I guess it's more yeah. from fear. Side he, note on bumper stickers: I had a yeah. friend a uh, long time ago. He bought like a stack of honk if you're gay stickers, and he would just <laughs> randomly stick it on other people's cars. <laughs> that's awesome. 
That that sounds like a joke that would happen in 2002. It was like 2008, <laughs> but it's close. 2007. <laughs> Still That's good, pretty I guess. funny. And then you would hear like a couple days later, like, man, people keep honking at me. And I didn't know why until I saw the back of my car. Oh, so he would do it to you guys. I thought he would just be at like Walmart and just. No, no. He would do it to his oh, friends. Like he, we would be at the, you know, at a restaurant or like having a drink or something like, you know, hanging out and he'd be like, I have to go to the bathroom. He'd come back and like a couple days later, he's like, yeah, I put that on your car. <laughs> <laughs> totally ruin all uh, the, everybody's paint jobs at work, huh? That's rude. Right. <clears throat> well, what can you do? It's yeah. good to laugh. That was that was fun. That was yeah. a good time. Laughter yeah. is the best medicine. That's right. I'm gonna try it sometime. Mm-hmm. Not here though. Yeah, yeah. This is where we, uh, this is where I get my hard, thick, veiny news. <laughs> uh, you know, we're gonna talk about that homoerotic video that Tucker Carlson <laughs> released in just a moment. So that's a good teaser for that. <laughs> um, Stop laughing, Chris. <laughs> Stop it. Stop I laughing. feel so much better already. We well, do need to thank our sponsor. Isn't that right, Jason? Yeah, that's right. It's your uh, Mother's you Day know. is coming up. Yeah. Oh my God, it is, isn't it? Yeah. That's why. Are you ready? I mean, uh, thanks to Storyworth. Uh, you know, you you think you you know your mom better than anyone. But then you start chatting with your mom and you hear a story you've never heard before. Yeah, has it happened to you guys? It's definitely happened to me. It's like, what? What are you talking about? I don't know that about your mom. And how yeah. many stories does your mom have that you don't know about? And that's where StoryWorth comes in. It's an online service that helps you and your loved ones connect through sharing stories and memories and then preserving them for years to come. Every week, StoryWorth emails your mom a thought-provoking question of your choice from a vast pool of possible options. All right. Each unique prompt asks questions you've never thought of. Yeah, it's like, uh, what's some of the best advice your mom ever gave you, mom? Or, you know, you could ask any question or like, what were you listening to when you were growing up? Were you into the Beatles? And, you know, did you ever get to see the Beatles perform live? I never asked you that question. You know, you can ask your mom all these cool questions. And then she answers those questions you discover stories and uh, all these cool things about your mom. And after one year, StoryWorth compiles all those questions and stories, including photographs into a book that the whole family can share for generations. Really cool, right? And um, it's super cool. You can do this with any of your loved ones, but Mother's Day is coming up. So uh, how about doing this for mom? Mom will love it. So give uh, all the moms in your life, meaning or motherly figures, uh, a meaningful gift you'll both cherish for years with StoryWorth. And right now you'll save $10 on your first purchase when you go to StoryWorth.com slash news to us. That's StoryWorth.com slash news to us. S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H.com slash news to us and save 10% on your first purchase. StoryWorth.com slash news to us. It's news to us. Adobe Radio. Yes, live on Adobe Radio. It's news to us. What, Jason? I was just saying meow. I got a cat in my uh, stream for a second. You got a cat in your stream. Yep. (laughs) I'm peeing on cats. Oh, geez. You should probably get that checked out. 
Yeah, mm. you should. Mm. Um, you know, I do want to talk about this uh, very homoerotic movie uh, that Tucker Carlson is putting out. The guy from Fox News. But first, uh, what in what order do you guys brush your teeth? Do you floss, brush, mouthwash, or you know what what order do you go in? Do you do you floss last? Do you even floss at all? I floss last, but I feel like I should probably floss first, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, whatever. Those I don't do mouthwash. So what's the order? I don't do mouthwash. I don't do mouthwash anymore either. So you guys, okay, so you, Chris, you'll brush and then floss. And you too, Jason? Yeah, but I, I feel like now you're saying it, maybe it should be the other way around. Well, here, no, like, here, here's what I learned. Out. No, you guys are fine. Here's what I learned from um, Reddit. There was dentists discussing and debating this, and they came to the consensus. Doesn't matter when you floss. You guys are fine. But they say if you use mouthwash, you should use the mouthwash first or after you floss. And then brush, and then you always want to brush last, I guess. And then when you spit out the toothpaste, you don't rinse with water because you want the fluoride from the toothpaste to seep in. And that's where I always I go do. wrong. I don't. I don't usually rinse my mouth out after I brush my teeth. You don't. No, really. Mm-mm. I. I How used. Can to- you get away with not rinse. It seems weird. It seems. I like- wash my face after. But I don't. I don't mm. put water. Like I don't like gargle water like some people do yeah I, I was i was like using mouthwash at the very end and i guess that was bad i should use mouthwash before i flop uh, before i brush and then not spit it out mouthwash is like the pregame floss is like you know the main course and then uh brushing's the dessert and just, and and just don't spit but but also it seems very weird to me. Don't I don't swallow. Know. I don't, know. don't swallow. Don't swallow. Don't spit, but don't swallow. Somewhere in the middle. Find an intimate partner. You can pass it back and forth. With. <laughs> oh God! Now we know where Chris's uh, search history goes. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Ah. I mean, it's just people being ah. people. It's fine. Let's let's not uh, bodily fluid shame. It's okay. Um, all right. So it's okay. <laughs> the guy from Fox news, Tucker Carlson, complete jerk. You know, he's on every night spewing hateful rhetoric, talking about how everyone in this country on the left is destroying the country. And a lot of that has to do what he talks about has to do with, uh, how he hates homosexuals and gay people and you know of course he, does he say that or is it still in it's implied it's implied it's, Im- it's implied i mean he's not going to come out and say i hate gay people but he does you know he sided uh with florida over the whole florida disney debate where uh you know florida has this don't say gay law and disney was standing up to florida and tucker carlson of course doesn't side with anything that supports LGBTQ plus rights. So uh, this is why it's particularly peculiar that uh, Tucker Carlson just put out a teaser trailer for a new documentary about testosterone levels in men and how he claims they are dwindling. It's a Tucker Carlson original and it's called the end of men. And he put out this trailer 
on the internet. And uh, it was flooded with responses of people saying, is this a joke? And then others saying, you know, this could serve as an ad for the gay dating app Grinder. It's so like explicit in. Please tell me we're watching this. We are. And, you know, a lot of it's visual. So we're going to have to pause a lot for our. Uh, <laughs> Chris is going to have to listeners. Uh, narrate it. Yeah, it maybe yeah, but there there is a voiceover. But yes, yeah, so we'll pause. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. But you know, here it is. And Tucker Carlson, I guess, is saying you know, his argument is that masculinity is being diminished, and that's a bad thing because I I think what he he's confused. I think he's confusing masculinity with toxic masculinity, and he doesn't quite. I don't know what he's his argument is, but anyways, here's the trailer. So we're seeing some. He's sh- really using that music right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh no. And he, and we're wow. what is the name of that? Uh, who cares? But you know, uh, he, we're seeing the some. Second clip in that montage was a guy reaching out his hand about to milk a cow. Udder. Yeah, what is that? He's grabbing a teat. By the way, a shirtless <laughs> or muscle a man. Ding dong. It's a, and and now we're seeing two shirtless muscle men uh, wrestling. Muscle men. They're fighting. Okay, we have to pause the video right here. So what we're seeing is a naked man, spread eagle, and some sort of a uh, heating pad is on his balls. And he's standing it's in the a, desert. It's like, it's like a statue. It's not a real man. No, no that's a real is, man. This is a he's real like man. In the backyard of someone's house yeah. on top of uh, like a rock feature of their pool. You know, maybe there isn't a voiceover. So, you know, feel free to give a play-by-play as it's going. Oh, God, that is a real guy. Society collapses then. You're in hard times. Well, hard iron sharpens iron. So we're seeing uh, muscly men, shirtless men, and they're chopping wood. Flipping giant flipping tires over. (laughs) Getting all hot and sweaty. Those hard times inevitably produce men who are tough, men who are resourceful, men who are We're watching a guy take a bath and another guy... And, and choking down drinking egg eggs. There's a guy like, yeah, like, yeah, his throat just is relax open. the throat. He's it's relaxing fun. the throat and just dumping in the uh, egg yolk. Just, just take it. Get, take that yolk down your throat. Just relax it. Just relax. And then they go on to reestablish order. And so the cycle begins again. So now on the screen, it says Tucker Carlson Originals Presents, and then it's uh, the backside of a man, and his naked ass is pretty much visible. <laughs> no, I think he's in a bodysuit, because, look, you can see <laughs> you can see the seam at the neck. You think, that's, like body suit. you think that's Tucker Carlson himself in, a, in a, another man? Another I think man's this is Total Recall. This looks like a clip from Total Recall or something. But there's like bright pink lights facing him, which is an interesting choice. <laughs> and then the guy. That flexes. was it? Yeah. And, and, but here's what the internet is saying. We'll go to Reddit. This is from EUPH underscore 22 on Reddit. It's not homoerotic, homoerotic if all the shirtless guys or fully nude men standing 
in the crotch tanning robot in the field loudly declare no homo beforehand. Huh. Uh, another person on Reddit says Tucker is so far in the closet. He's the king of Narnia. Another oh, uh, 2012 snap. Uh-oh, another one on Reddit says it's not gay. If you are closeted homosexual. All right. Fair point. Uh, Ritz 527 on Reddit says Tucker Carlson's not gay. He just has vivid recurring dreams of Dwayne Johnson in a big blonde wig and an apron welcoming Tucker home after a hard day's work with the words, quote, can you smell what the rock is cooking, baby? All right. These are uh, highly upvoted comments on Reddit. Uh, Swamp Ape says, besides how hilarious this is, why are so many conservative men obsessed with characterizing the very idea of a man with toughness, muscles, and manual labor when they themselves couldn't be farther from these qualities? LOL. So many layers of bizarre self-hate. <laughs> uh, someone else says, uh, watching a documentary with shirtless muscle men is homoerotic? Question mark. What's next? Question mark. Calling professional wrestling homoerotic? Give me a break. There is absolutely nothing gay about watching oiled up muscular men rub on each other. Fair point. Uh, and finally, someone says something else to note. It's all white men. What he really means the end of white men. Although no one should really be surprised by that, I guess. So that was dusty. That's what I noticed too. I actually was going to make that comment. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's these uh, Tucker Carlson types and conservatives of his ilk are always the victim. Everybody's coming after them and trying to end whatever it is that they have, which is uh, a false sense of superiority. And, you know, uh, they think uh, that, that they're, they're the, they're the victims in America, the minority that, yeah, they're trying, it's a self-imposed minority. Meanwhile, these people have all of the opportunity, all the power in society. They come from very wealthy families. Usually I, they go to Ivy league schools. They have trust funds yet somehow like this is all Tucker Carlson too. And somehow they're the victims in, in America. It's because they don't like people coming after them. They feel like if anybody is uh, challenging their position, then because they're on defensive, that is the same as being a victim. But I, yeah. I would argue that nobody's even coming after them because most of what's happening in society is just saying, hey, look, other people have rights and other people should be treated fairly and they can't the even quality. handle that. They're threatened by yeah, equality. That's a threat. Yeah, they're threatened yeah. by that because it threatens their position. And yeah, never I guess. So they're on the, the defensive. Corner. You're right. Yeah. I, I guess it's just hard for me to understand the thought process, but you're right. Yeah. I, it's hard for me to put myself in Tucker Carlson's head, and I'm very happy about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways. That was that was weird. I yeah. I so wasn't watch uh, sure what you were gonna show me. I can't imagine I would. I don't know. I might someday though, as a joke. That looks like it could be hilarious. Yeah, have friends yeah. over, have a little watch party. Yeah. You can find it on youporn.com uh, slash gay if you want to watch it. <laughs> I feel like there's going to be an ad in like a few months from now where it's like testosterone ad for Tucker where he's going to start pushing his own brand of uh, testosterone. By the way, this guy is no muscle man himself. He's he's no athlete or you know, the 
when I think of masculinity, the, he's the furthest thing from it with his little bow tie and his smug face and his physique. I mean, you know, like that dumb look that he does. And the, Oh man, that fucking look when people are talking, he yeah. just has this like blank stare, like, and his mouth's wide open. Like, fuck man, how are you on TV? But, but, but even further from the way he looks, I, I see him as being very anti-masculine just because he can't, I guess I have a different definition of masculinity. It seems to me like he's very insecure about himself and where he fits in the world. And that is very non-masculine in my eyes. So I, 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 I don't, I don't know. know. Those images are like seared themselves in my corneas and they're just playing over and over. <laughs> Chris also. I imagine, the, the I link. imagine Tucker Carlson like ordering a steak <laughs> And if it's just a little too red, he sends it back. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's probably and, and probably has a high pitched voice about it when he's talking to the waiter. Excuse me, my uh, my steak and is snapping like- his finger like, yeah. sir, miss, come here, come here, miss, miss now. And, and that bow tie. What's more masculine than a bow tie? I mean, like, I, I'm taking his. I'm like to me, I don't care, but. I, we didn't see any men in bow, bow tie in that video. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we just couldn't see it because we were looking at the their Chippendale. He's saving for the, the Chippendales for the, the main feature. Right. Oh, you think that's maybe why he's so masculine in his own eyes? Like in his brain, yeah. he's a Chippendale, yeah. but you yeah, know, they won't let definitely. him, they won't let him uh, take the, the suit jacket and, and dress shirt off on TV. Yeah. So. Yeah, in his defense, he's a talking head. I've never seen those pecs. They could be shredded. Yeah, he might look like Aquaman underneath his Coles suit. We ne- we don't know. But white. But white. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and like five shades whiter than his face. I don't know what race Jason Momomo was, but <laughs> I, I'm watching you, Jason Momomo. Uh, yeah, you're watching him too close, Chris. You need to back off. No, I was Tucker Carlson. Uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. You blurred the lines. Well, yeah, <laughs> the lines have been blurred. Well, all right, more coming up. It's news to us. Adobe Radio. What what universe are we living in? Like, I, I sometimes I just question everything. Because when we were kids, things felt somewhat normal in the sense that um, there were just like certain things that wouldn't happen in politics, and you know, like with you just didn't pay attention though when you were younger. The, the, so you, but that's my question: Do you think it was we were not paying attention, or do you think the standards have just gotten lowered so far down? No, I, I think, think it's we different. I think it's we weren't different. paying attention. No way, it's different. Like what? When you say younger, like when we were children? Yeah, yeah. You know, like. I, I, you know, like I, I remember a presidential debate would be something that was very formal, very cordial, just for an example, and and damn boring, and and then or a state of the union address, and now you got people heckling during like a state of the union, right? That's very, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. People storming. I, I would like God, to know if it happened a, before. A goddamn insurrection happened. <laughs> during, yeah, come on, come on, like that. That didn't come happen. On. Let's not forget that, by the way. That's something that I like still 
is so traumatizing that I think a lot of us have compartmentalized the fact that we almost had a coup in this country. Like very, very close did. And I think we have to keep reminding ourselves of that. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, time, you know, time has passed. Like I, I don't think about it. Like it definitely have, has uh, left my uh, memory. I think it's left most people's memories because, you know, we're, we all know. Live, we all lead very busy lives, but you know, um, my God, that could have been very bad. What happened so bad. on January 6th? Well, we should do a show probably the next week or two, just updating on uh, the hearings. Cause there's a lot more going on there, but um, anyways, uh, news roundup, just some odds and ends here. Some things happening that are uh, sort of interesting. It's news to us. News roundup. There's this restaurant in Santa Monica, California that gives customers water out of a really fancy glass and a woman tried to steal it. She tried to take this glass. She thought, oh, this is a great glass. Now, don't steal glassware from restaurants. I have to say, um, because I, I, we all have a mutual friend who used to do this and named Violent Video Brad. He would steal beer glasses from breweries now, this is one of the biggest losses for small businesses and one of their busy, biggest expenses is having to replace glassware that people jack. So stop it, especially, you know, with all these businesses coming back after COVID. So stop that crap. Well, isn't it good marketing, though? Because their logos on the glassware. Again, so like if, again, it's a know. big loss. That's they counter, yeah. I mean, this is uh, something that I read is like they it, it's uh, a, 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 an expense. They want to do their own marketing. They don't want, they don't want rogue. I mean, like maybe some places will be cool with it, but you know, I, I, it's stealing nonetheless. And most, okay. most breweries will, will offer their pint glasses for sale. If you ask, um, so have you, um, have you ever, yeah. Have you ever stolen anything from a restaurant? Uh, I've been with people who have stolen. Does that count? You have never taken taken anything. No, I'm not a stealer. I feel way too guilty. I can't do it. Chris? I don't think so. You, Jason, what have you stolen? I've stolen a wine list. What? Why? I don't know. What, so you can put that on your kitchen table? and One of our mutual friends dared me to steal it, so I did it. And hmm. Is this mutual friend, a uh, female friend with the word Y yeah. as her first name? Yeah. She was a klepto. Definitely. She was a klepto. Yeah. Every time yeah. I went to the, a restaurant with her, she would steal hot sauce, glasses, silverware, you name it. Yeah. Yeah. She had no conscience when it came to that. Uh, just to drive me nuts. Um, <laughs> I don't remember that. Uh, gosh, I miss her so you much, may, though. You may have been there, too, Eddie. Um, yeah, I think I was. I kind of remember you stealing a wine list. <laughs> yeah, I think I still had it. I don't know if I still have it now, but I held on to that for a while. Well, you know, um, good thing you weren't confronted in the parking lot when you're in your car leaving the restaurant with your wine list, like this woman was, who tried to steal a glass from a Santa Monica restaurant. Here's what happened. And people are calling her a Karen. I don't know if she's a Karen or not, but uh, here you go. Mim, we just paid a load of money for these empty bottles. You did not. Please give them back. Yeah, we did. How would I have them? <laughs> That's crazy. Why are you doing How this? How would I have them? Him. Nobody because sells those. Oh, oh, oh. So she's in her Porsche. Yeah, she's in her yeah, in her very expensive car. She's holding a glass, 
like a giant glass. And I assume like the waiters gave the water to the table in these glasses. And she's like, Oh, nice, nice water bottle. I'm going to take that. Yeah. In her defense, it does kind of look like a Voss bottle. Yeah. Just go buy a bottle. No, it's got like a blue cap and I could maybe see her legitimately thinking it's just like a disposable bottle. You're defending this woman. I'm playing devil's advocate. Please give me back our property. Oh my god. You guys charge $70 for these bottles. What are are you crazy? Ma'am. What are you talking about? We do not sell those. Those come with a water machine that we have. We only serve water out of them. So, Chris, seventy dollars so to, to, glass. To, to counter Chris's argument, I have to say, like, okay, she thought that it was free, sure, but if the employee indicates that what you stole is not, or what you took is not free, and you refuse to give it back, that's where the problem in lies, right? Wait, wait, did she pull it out of her coat? Like, was it hidden in her coat? <laughs> And, and she like slipped it out. worried about something that I paid seventy dollars for. Uh, you did not pay seventy dollars for that. Yeah, we I don't did. even. Have, there's no possible way. It, it doesn't exist. Oh, God, you guys are ridiculous. We're ridiculous. Give me the other bottle. So she just handed it back. Give me the other bottle. <laughs> Give me the other bottle. The guy says. So oh, they know man. she has two. Bye. Give me the Bye. other bottle. Hey, close the door. Give me the other close bottle. The door. I'm not letting you leave with. By the way, I got to say this restaurant worker, like maybe he's at his wits end, but maybe he owns the place. Maybe that's what's going on, but he's had enough. It just seems like a lot of work, Uh, but actually, you know, when you work in the service industry, you do start to really hate the customers that are like this. And I feel like this is his way of paying back all the times he was wronged by other people. That's true. Yeah, that's that's yep. Great observation, Eddie. Uh, the video. Yeah, but unless he's the owner, though, he's really going to a lot of a lot of trouble here. Yeah, look, she's like hiding them. Yeah. So she gave it back, but yeah, he did go through a lot of trouble there. But I, I think that was just general rage that people have for shitty people. I think if he, he was really angry, he would have thrown the glass bottle at her vehicle. <laughs> well, he doesn't want to get fired or yeah, that's, sued. That's a little too much, I think. Like, at that point, like I don't know. Oh, it'd be ironic, though, right? Like, fuck you. I don't. No one's gonna have these bottles now, lady. Yeah. Look at all the fucks I give. <laughs> uh, think she left a bad Yelp review. They uh, well, what would the called out for my theft? Zero stars. Yeah, <laughs> they wouldn't let me steal. What is she gonna say? I paid, I paid seventy dollars for a glass bottle, and they wouldn't let me take it home. No, I do not have the receipt. I think. And no, I've never seen a glass bottle go for that much. Yeah, and you're the sucker for paying seventy dollars for a glass bottle in that case. But um. You know, the, the housing market is really competitive. It's hard for people to buy houses right now because the inventory is low and it's getting so bad that apparently at one open house, there was a frenzy. A frenzy. I say. Ooh. Here's what like happened. Black Friday? This is a news story. 
Yes, it was really, really chaotic. Anne lives in Raleigh's North Farms community and could not figure out what was happening on her street Tuesday evening. They were done. So this is this is from this is from Queen City News. Queen Riveting. City News, Channel 17 CBS affiliate. Double parked in the cul-de-sac. The yard looked like they were having an auction because there were people everywhere, you know. But no, not an auction, just an open house for this 1,400-square-foot, three-bedroom, three-bath listed at $260,000. And I just want you to take a look. That's a deal. That's a deal, man. All of so we're seeing that's just a hell a, of a deal. It's a hell of a right deal. There. Well, I don't know about the location. We don't know, but look at look at this line of cars, though. This is so bad. Is this how bad it's getting with the housing crisis? I mean, like, it's depressing to see this kind of thing. Look at this. So many people. Two hundred sixty thousand dollars for a house. That that's a, that's a deal, man. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I do. I know that. But I'm just saying, like. Uh, geez, L- look at this. I mean, like, the, do you think maybe what I'm thinking maybe happened is the listing agent and the seller made the price ridiculously low to try to garner some interest with this house could probably go for like twice that, but they're like, let's make it really low and see what happens. And then this is what happened And my, that's my observation. I don't know. Let's see. Do we know, do we know what the value is of the market because like that's that's pretty on par for where I live. Really? Uh, wow. Yeah, the yeah, that's how nuts so Denver busy, is. One realtor who had brought her client to look started filming. Absolutely insane. The line goes all the way in the back. The realtor behind the camera. People were frantic. Monique Edwards. They just wanted to make sure there was no holes in the walls, ran upstairs, and then said, okay, I want to put in an offer. Well, certainly that video is jarring to see. Realtors tell us it's something they see happen all the time these days. I wasn't surprised at all. Edwards hopes this shows. When we say that there is a housing crisis, we really, really mean it. A crisis. Yeah. So, I mean, it didn't sound like the realtor was doing anything weird because she seemed like she was just trying to do her job. I don't know. We don't have all the details here because it's a new story. Didn't do a great job for the person selling that home. Probably should elicit it for more. Well, yeah, I don't think this is the listing realtor. I think this is another realtor who saw this open house listed and brought her clients. The frenzy. This is for housing under half a million dollars. They have jobs, they have families, they've got a good uh, that was a clue right there. Kind of got cut off in the pause there, but the uh, the news person said that to find a listing under half of a million dollars is rare in this area. So I think that answers that question. Income. There you go. There you go. But that middle housing is where that where our supply is really really horrible. When you realized it was a, just an open house, what'd you think? I just went home and thought about selling my house. Huh. Seriously though, <laughs> not playing that game. No, thank you. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. Don't play. Okay. okay. All right. Don't play that game. Okay. But yeah, it's uh, it's tough out there. There, there's a housing crisis. Prices are overvalued. People can't afford to get into to homes. It, it's it again. It, it's not the world our our parents were living in. That's for sure. Which is really depressing. I think we have one of the most depressing generations ever. I, I I I think like our generation 
millennials. Yeah, I mean, you almost have to make. Uh... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, we get blamed for everything too, though. Yeah, we get blamed. You almost have for to everything. make like a, uh, either a single individual or combined income. You have to have like over uh, a six-figure salary to like even rent somewhere anymore. It's hard. Yeah, it's crazy. That's nuts. It's not cool. It's disheartening and uh, and, and then our, our our generation gets, as Chris said, blamed for everything happening wrong in the world. And the older uh, religious right is constantly on our nuts about just wanting equal treatment for people. And then on top of that, we can't find housing or high paying jobs. We have all. When the- did we agree that? our generation was going to be called millennials. Cause I remember at the beginning we were gen Y, but millennials just makes us sound like a cult. I, I mean, no I, wonder I, we I, get I think it, it started out bad it, press all the time. I, I honestly think it kind of did start out as bad press and a way to kind of um, demean our generation kind of from there snowballed. And now we're millennials. Cause it goes, it's weird. You're right. It goes from um, a gen X to millennial to Gen Z, like f you, like our like as we're not marginalized enough. We had to deal with nine eleven. We have to deal with the as soon as we graduate college, the economy collapsing and not being able to find jobs with the boatload of student debt, housing crisis now, like two wars, pandemic, two wars, Donald Trump, climate change, Give pandemic, us a goddamn break, two. Look at these three white guys bitching about life. Yeah, I'm a quarter Mexican. I'll have my say. Yeah, I'm not 100% white. I'm I'm a mixture of many fucking things. So, yeah, I think you're the whitest of all of us. Aren't we all? Yeah, Jason, shut your face. Jason's a Norwegian. <laughs> Minorities are speaking. By the way, look at I have the tannest <laughs> skin of all you bastards. And you're calling me white? <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> I'm just stating fact. Uh, anyways. <laughs> okay. That's uh, it's, okay. De- it's depressing to be a millennial. That's all. Okay. That's all. I mean, I got to know where to go. For that. It's depressing to be a millennial. That's all yeah. We just race shamed Jason. I think it's done. Yeah, I know we yeah. did. Uh, two, I think he's feeling like his race shamed. Yeah. Good job. Well, he was race shaming us first. So. I mean, what what's what is white to you, Jason? What is a white man, and what is a white person? Because I never felt like I grew up being white, uh, which is weird. Because uh, maybe you think that, or other people do. Because I, when I was a, uh, my skin was like really really dark when I was in elementary school. Pretty much all through middle school. Then I start. Started started to get lighter the older I got, which is strange. I don't know why. Maybe I don't know, but you know, I'm happy with it. Like I don't care, whatever. Uh, and I have a lot of different um, ethnicity in me, so I I don't know. Like I, none of which is a, from a primarily white country, according to like the twenty three and Me thing that my mm. brother did. So I don't I don't know that I would categorize myself no, as a white funny. person. In fact, I don't when I do. Like, okay, so uh, when you wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. So when you do official documents, what do you you don't say you're white? No, 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 no. I usually, oh, okay. I usually well, do Hispanic or Latino because that's uh, a good chunk of 
where I am also native American and oh, okay. as a huge percentage and which I just learned, which is interesting. So, um, and that's yeah. cool. So, and I, and I never like thought that I, I never grew up feeling like I was a white person. So my, it's <laughs> just telling you where my perspective comes from. <laughs> That's fair. It, I was it, just trying to make it always joke. be easier to be a white person. I would say, I'd be like you and uh, Tucker Carlson. Just kidding. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Anyways, uh, good show. Yeah. Anything else you want to get to here? Oh, there's a nuclear device that's missing. This is oh, crazy. I'm glad we. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that just. Uh, no. Well, I guess that's all the news of the. Oh, there's missing nuclear weapon. Oh yeah. So oh, oh, oh by the way, yeah. That, Good night. I purposely put this at the end because, like, uh, oh, by the way, there's a nuclear device missing. There is a nuclear gauge containing radioactive materials used in soil testing at a construction site that is missing after a vehicle was stolen in Pennsylvania. And they said this device is a portable nuclear gauge is often used at construction sites to evaluate the properties of building materials. But if mishandled, it could cause a lot of damage to individuals uh, because of radiation and they don't know where this thing is. So I, it doesn't sound like this could be turned you to can't. A, Start that with there's a missing nuclear <laughs> weapon. That is, no, that I is said, I said bad device. form. I said device. He said device. He did not say weapon. I, I said device. I said device. A Geiger counter is itself. Uh, <laughs> uh, so if you are experiencing shame on you, shame on you. <laughs> if you're experiencing nausea and vomiting over a long period of time, it's not COVID. It could be a nuclear device is in your neighborhood. I mean, that's still scary. Like being exposed to nuclear Probably. fallout is one of the biggest problems with the nuclear weapon. So it's kind of like having that next door. But think, is this uh, device nuclear or does it detect radiation? It, yeah. like, is it just a Geiger counter? Because there's yes, it's yeah. containing no, no, it, it, radioactive it, inside a Geiger counter itself. It's containing highly radioactive material. It's containing that material and it's no. gone missing. Right. It's in it's an enhanced Geiger. Yeah. Hmm. If you, you think grow- someone picked it up and was like thinking it's a metal detector, they're like, hmm, I'm going to find some change with this. I honestly only think this is news because of. would impress all the babes at the bar. Be like, hotty, naughty. <laughs> You're off the charts, baby. My name's Steve. Uh, I only think it's news because of of Putin and the enhanced threat of nuclear war. Like otherwise I don't think this would even make a blurb, but anyways, there you go. Um, any final words or thoughts? Okay. No, no, we've said it. We've said it all. We've said it all. Okay. Um, all right. Well, uh, see you next time. Thanks again for another show. With all due respect, that's a bunch of malarkey. (laughs) 